It's not like any other podcast. Coming to you straight from the heartland, where dominating your commercial real estate market is told like it is. It's time for Darren Garman's A Billion Sold Podcast. Hold on, because here comes the next episode of A Billion Sold Podcast. Well, hey there, fellow brokers. Darren Garman here, and I want to welcome you to uh, the podcast today. Uh, We have an interesting subject matter to cover today, and hopefully it's something that you've all been thinking about, really, because um, if you haven't, if you've been thinking that something... Uh, like what I'm going to at least briefly discuss with you, um, could not happen to you, you're sadly mistaken. And I just don't want anyone to make the mistake of being too naive about others wanting to replace you. Uh, Because let's think, let's talk for just a second. And really what we're going to talk about is how to avoid being Amazon in your commercial brokerage business. Um. And so let's just hit like the highlights and the high points regarding Amazon first and how it relates to your business. Because I know a lot of you are probably thinking, what the hell does Amazon have to do with my business? I mean, I just go there and shop and my customers and clients go there and shop. Why, why would I have to worry about Amazon? Here's the deal. Every damn business in the United States has to worry about Amazon. Okay. Um, they are taking over every kind of business retail and service business they can if they feel that there's a profit to be made there and make no mistake they're not afraid to go negative for a hell of a long time into the billions of dollar range in order to see if it's going to work okay and so here you are a commercial broker and you're probably still thinking come on really darren this this is ridiculous this this couldn't happen let me uh Let me kind of bring you back to reality, if that is your mindset. Um, First of all, whether you're a man or a woman, doesn't matter. Uh, I'm just going to use the term man, okay? You're a middleman. That's what you are, period. So you are the middleman between buyer and seller, landlord and tenant, pretty much. And it doesn't matter what kind of property we're talking about. You are the middleman. And as the middleman, you take money off the top in terms of profits that uh, landlord or seller make, and it does impact the price that buyer or tenant pays many, many times. And so, uh, if I'm a landlord, let's say uh, let's say I'm an apartment property owner because I deal with them all the time. So I'm an, apart- I'm an apartment property owner. If I can not have to pay Darren Garman a $65,000 commission to sell my building, but instead I can electronically have it done on my computer and all I have to pay is $5,200, what am I going to look into? That's right. No question about it. And this, this has nothing to do with how good you are in terms of selling your services. Because if I own something and I either pay $65,000 to you or $6,500 to an Amazon-like company to do the same thing, why in the hell wouldn't I do that? Why in the hell wouldn't I look at exploring that? 
And by the way, this is happening in our business right now. So there are commercial brokers out there who are basically acting what I would call as fee-for-service brokers. So there's some big ones out there. There's some national companies I could name. And they are getting paid pennies on the dollar to handle transactions, to handle sales and leases, compared to the amount of money that was being made as little as five to ten years ago. Okay, And so there are other brokers that are guilty of this because they look at it as if, well, I may as well make something versus make nothing. And so that drives down the amount of money that you can make. Um, and when you have competitive brokers uh, really giving away their services, it makes things really, really hard for you, especially if those brokers are uh, reputable, um, especially if they've got some traction in the marketplace, and um, especially if they have the kind of platform where they basically show the landlord or property owner, gee whiz, Mr. Smith, all we got to do is click five or six buttons, um, things get marketed electronically, and within a month you've got an offer, so we can have it sold within 60 days. So, you know, instead of paying us $150,000 to sell your property, um, just pay us $25,000 and, um, and we'll be good and we'll call it a day. That's what's going on. And if you don't think that's what's going on, you, you are really, really naive because it is. And so you need to be thinking about how you can continue to be the go-to guy, man or woman, doesn't matter, in your marketplace. You've got to continue to think about how you can do that and work even harder, spending more time on doing that because of what has developed and what is continuing to come down the road. Okay, so I'm going to give you an example of something that recently happened with me. And this is a good example. Uh, guy that owns an apartment building for 30 plus years calls me. Says he's ready to sell. Okay? Um, so, of course, I meet him, walk the property, get the financials, do all the stuff that us brokers do. And while he's talking to me at the property, he's telling me that he's considering two or three other alternatives to using me. Um, one of those alternatives is a discount broker who basically has told them and sold them the, you know, all we do is put it on our website and it sells automatically. So, you know, don't pay Darren um, $50,000 in fees. Just pay me $10,000 and we'll go ahead and we'll get this sold for you. Okay. And there's one or two other brokers in the mix that he had at least contacted and talked to that had said something similar to that um, where the, the conversation immediately dropped to how much commission they would charge him, how much lower it would be than mine, and how they could do what I do but for so much less. Okay, And so this happens in our business every day, I realize that. So what I'm describing to you now is not necessarily a surprise to you or a mystery to you. Um, but what is a little surprising <clears throat> is how much of a cut and drop 
the competition is willing to accept anymore just to like keep their lights on just to keep the utilities going and in addition to that there was a online um, uh, platform that contacted this seller to you know set up his property on their platform pay them a nominal fee they go ahead and they kind of market it uh, you know the, the marketing basically gets directed to him and he takes care of it and um, and he saves you know tens of thousands of dollars by doing it that way <clears throat> so so either is bottom line either pay me fifty thousand dollars to sell your property it's actually more now it's like closer to 60 but let's just say let's say fifty thousand dollars to sell your property or um, get it done for maybe as little as ten to fifteen thousand uh, dollars doing it a different way so at the end of the day you could save thirty five to forty thousand dollars who wouldn't want to do that or at least consider that right um, so what ended up happening was this guy ended up going with me I ended up selling the property and the fee was $50,000 so then the question becomes why in the hell did he do that why would he do that when the alternatives out there were going to save him tens of thousands of dollars right why would he do that the main reason why he did it was because I built rapport and relationship with him over the years and I kept working on that rapport and relationship over the years through the marketing that I did okay so bottom line is I've been contacting him for years my marketing have been reaching him for years and so because I had softened the beachhead with him over the years with consistent marketing okay consistent marketing to him he knew in his mind anyway that I was the logical choice to go to and actually I was the easiest choice because he knew me and we had that connection okay so imagine if I didn't do any marketing to this guy <clears throat> excuse me imagine if I did no marketing to this guy maybe once in a while I called him do you want to sell your property um, maybe once a year I sent him a letter hey do you want to sell your property maybe I did that every once in a while compared to getting a newsletter from me once a month getting a postcard from me once a month having me get in touch with him over the phone two or three times a year um, being invited to some of my seminars and some of my events and also being invited to some of my online items on my online seminars and those kinds of things well if that happens consistently I've built a pretty strong bond with this guy even though we haven't done any business together he knows me I know him okay and that is the answer folks to not being Amazon you have to do two things and you have to start yesterday to do this and what I'm going to tell you is pretty easy to understand pretty damn logical and stuff you're going to say to yourself, well, I'm, yeah, that's pretty, you know, obvious, Darren. But I'm going to guarantee 99% of you are not doing this, what I'm going to say. Uh, number one, existing customers and clients that you have, that you've done business with, you damn better well be contacting them once a month at a minimum. They better be getting something from you once a month. Newsletter is the easiest thing to do. Okay once a month 
at a minimum because they are bombarded day after day with alternatives to you. And you may not think that's the case, but it is. They're being contacted. They're getting mail. They're getting email. They're getting phone calls from your competition day after day after day. And so if you're not maintaining contact with them on a monthly basis, they're going to go away. And I'm going to tell you something right now. The majority of my business that I have right now in the market share that I got, I stole from my competitors by doing this and they would not do it. I contacted these people monthly, sometimes more often. I always was there. I was always showing up with my marketing to them. Always. Okay? They weren't. They just figured, hey, we already did business once. They're my client. They're going to stick with me. Bullshit. That's not going to happen. They're going to go somewhere else. And in my case, they all went to me. Okay? They all went to me. So, you want to avoid a guy like me in your marketplace. I come in your marketplace and start messing with your customer list. You've had it. You're going to be toast. You know why? Because you don't contact them enough and you don't keep that relationship nice and warm with your current customers and clients. I guarantee you're not doing it. And you get somebody like me that comes into your marketplace and decides they're going to do that. Huh. You really are naive enough to think you've got that great of a relationship with your customers and clients, what is the biggest thing that they'll tell you when 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 you find out they've done business with somebody else? What are they going to tell you? Hey, Bill, it's just business. It's not personal. Hey, Sandy. Hey, it's just business. It's not personal. Hey, Phil, this guy contacted me and said he had somebody who wanted to buy my property. And, you know, I told him I'd, you know, I'd look at an offer and I couldn't believe what the offer was. So he decided to sell. Some of you have probably heard this already. And if you have heard this already, hopefully it's told you what you need to be doing. Maintain that contact and that relationship with your customers and clients a minimum of every damn month. And if you don't have my marketing calendar to help you out to show you how to do that, you need to, need to get a hold of my book, um, Half a Billion Sold, or you need to get a hold of me and we can get that marketing calendar put in your hands. So that's number one. Here's number two. Let's talk about prospects. You damn well better be doing the same thing to prospects. You better be getting in front of them with your marketing once a month at a minimum. If you're not, you're making a mistake. And let me just give you one other thing that you're not going to like, by the way. That doesn't mean you send them one email a month. Because see, now a lot of us think we can replace old-fashioned marketing work with electronic stuff. right? We'll just send an email. Now, I'm not saying that emails don't work and they're not effective because they do work and they are effective. But you cannot abandon any kind of direct mail contact with your customers and clients because no one else will do it. And that's the only sure way that you show up you don't go through a spam filter. You don't get ignored when your email comes in and they're dealing with 48 things in the office that day. Um, it shows up. And you better be showing up a minimum of once a month. Okay, And locking in that relationship with them. Locking in your go-to guy status. Locking in that you are easily 
the one alternative they need to be thinking about when the time comes. Okay, and that's just it. When the time comes. Okay, have them predisposed to contact you. Not predisposed to contact you. Five other alternatives and just kind of going with the least costly, least expensive, smallest commission route. Because if you don't do what I'm telling you to do right now, that's exactly what these people will do, is they'll pick the, the lowest commission, and more than likely it won't be you. And if it is, you're going to be pissed and grouchy about it because you're going to be working four times as much for four times less money. Right? Some of you I know this resonates with. Okay? So, remember... My big thing that I really, really want you to understand that's in all of my communication in one way or another to you guys is it doesn't matter how good you are at what you do. What matters is how good of a marketer of your services you are. You can be the smartest damn broker in your marketplace. You can know every piece of property there is to know. You can know every square footage of commercial buildings in your area. It doesn't matter doesn't effing matter okay what matters is how good are you at showing up consistently to not only your customers but also your prospects how good are you at that that's where the rubber meets the road and that even though it's not fair that's what decides most of the time people ending up choosing you versus the competition right if you're a better marketer of your commercial real estate services, you will get the business and maintain the relationships and the business. If you choose not to do that, you're not going to be around for much longer. That's the bottom line. Okay. And so I appreciate you being on my podcast today. Uh, do not fall victim to being Amazon. Um, it, as time goes by, more and more and more of it is happening. And look, remember, you are the middleman here. People are looking to replace you, to discount you, to move you to the side. The way to avoid that is continue to be the best marketer in your marketplace of your commercial real estate services. Okay? Okay, before I end the podcast, um, the last thing I want to mention is uh, this time of year, is not surprising when I hear from uh, quite a few brokers about possible um, consulting with them. And uh, I'm just letting you know, looking at my calendar here, I do have consulting positions open for um, uh, end of January, um, end of February, and early April. And so uh, if you are in a position with your business where uh, you think you need um, uh, you need to have some fresh eyes on everything to get you to where not only you think you potentially can and should be and deserve to be, uh, but maybe you're not getting the business done like you used to. Um, and we need to talk about that. So I've got some openings here, um, like I said, um, end of January, end of February, and early April uh, for uh, for consulting. And so if you want to uh, have uh, some conversation about that, um, I've got some openings. I will warn you, the openings do not stay open very long. Um, they fill up pretty quickly. 
And not surprisingly, especially this time of year, you know, beginning of the year and goals and objectives and all those kinds of things that um, that happen, not only in terms of what people want to accomplish for the following year, but, you know, what they did or in some cases didn't do last year. Okay, so contact me by email and if you're interested in some consulting, let me know and I can send you information on what that is all about. Okay, have a great day, everybody. And um, remember... Keep building that consistent relationship through the marketing that you do. All right, take care. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining A Billion Sold Podcast. For investment questions, comments, or to get in touch with Darren, go to www.myplatinumclub.com.